朋友们，大家好。Hello, friends. Welcome to Spiritual Wai Mai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 ，delivering the spiritual food to you wherever you are. 无论你在何处，我们为你速递属天灵粮。This spiritual Wai Mai is a part of a series entitled "Mission Accomplished: The Mission of Jesus Christ, as Told by Matthew and Now Lived Out by You and Me." Who is the greatest person alive today? What does it take to become a great person in history? A great person in China? A great person in your company, school, or church? Who is the greatest person in your family? Jesus's disciples were wondering about who might be the greatest person in God's kingdom. Matthew chapter eighteen, verses one and two. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and asked, "Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven?" He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. If it appears that Jesus was always only with twelve men, we now know that it isn't true. There were children around him and his disciples, and of course, women too. I wonder how that little boy or girl felt to be called forward by the master, to stand close to him in the middle of the circle of big brother disciples. Maybe that child felt a little shy standing there, but the master Jesus had specifically called them forward to teach those older disciples something important. As we study God's word. We often marvel at how Jesus was consistently lifting up women in a society that pushed women down. Now, in this circle, we see the magnificent Rabbi lifting up children, who were probably considered by society a little lower than women. With that small child standing between him and the disciples, Jesus pointed out five things. That the disciples were to learn from children or about children. When Jesus was talking about children in these verses, he included all of us who are God's children, no matter how young or old we are. Matthew chapter eighteen verses three to five, and he said, "Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven." Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, and whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. Lessons from a child number one: be humble. In the kingdom of heaven, greatness does not belong to the person who has won the most souls for Christ, led the most Bible studies, served the most ministries, or has led the biggest church congregation. Greatness belongs to the one who is willing to assume a low position. Jesus Christ did this himself. He left his high position in heaven to become like a servant on earth. In his kingdom, we may develop this same humble attitude as we serve him and serve others. Philippians chapter two verses five to eight. In your relationships with one another. Have the same mindset as Christ Jesus, who, being in very nature God, 
did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on a cross. Lesson from a child number two. Welcome the lowly. As that child stood before Jesus, he stated that when we welcome a lowly child in the name of Jesus, we also welcome Jesus himself. Lesson from a child number three. Don't entice others to sin and avoid sin yourself. Matthew chapter 18 verses 6 to 9. If anyone causes one of these little ones, those who believe in me, to stumble, it would be better for them to have a large millstone hung around their neck and to be drowned in the depths of the sea. Woe to the world because of the things that cause people to stumble. Such things must come, but woe to the person through whom they come. If your hand or your foot causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life maimed or crippled than to have two hands or two feet and be thrown into eternal fire. And if your eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to enter life with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into the fire of hell. These words sound familiar. Earlier in the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus taught that if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. Now he brings us a step further in righteous living. We are to not only avoid sin, but also never cause someone else to sin. Never entice someone to sin and never lead someone to sin through your own example. Lesson from a child number four. Don't look down on a child of God. Matthew chapter 18 verse 10. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. To despise someone is to look down on them. Unfortunately, it is easy for us to look down on someone who is different than us, who has a lower education or less ability. We also have a tendency to look down on someone who we just don't understand. Lesson from a child, number five. God does not want any child to wander away and perish. Matthew chapter 18, verses 12 to 20. What do you think? If a man owns a hundred sheep and one of them wanders away, will he not leave the ninety-nine on the hills and go to look for the one that wandered off? And if he finds it, truly I tell you, he is happier about that one sheep than about the ninety-nine that did not wander off. In the same way, your Father in heaven is not willing that any of these little ones should perish. If your brother or sister sins, go and point out their fault, just between the two of you. If they listen to you, you have won them over. But if they will not listen, take one or two others along, so that every matter may be established by the testimony of two or three witnesses. If they still refuse to listen, tell it to the church. And if they refuse to listen even to the church, treat them as you would a pagan or a tax collector. Truly I tell you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, truly I tell you that if two of you on earth agree about anything they ask for, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three gather in my name, there I am with them. What do we do 
when a child or a child of God wanders away from God. Maybe they just drift away, giving little thought to God, or they commit sin that draws them away. For the one who wanders off or becomes lost, the Good Shepherd will seek them. As members of the Church, we should also call our brothers and sisters back home. Maybe you know someone like this. They were faithfully coming to fellowship, but then they just started to disappear and you realize that you haven't heard from them for a long time. Possibly you are this lost person. Do you feel you don't have much passion to follow God and you are finding yourself farther and farther away from God's presence? God calls you back and we call you back. You are a part of our flock. How do you come back? Spend time with the Father in prayer and Bible reading. Return to fellowshipping with others. Ask a friend to pray and read the Bible with you. Don't stay away for too long. There are also hard times when a friend is in sin and they do not turn away from it. It is clear that they are lost, but they seem to have no desire to be found. What can be done? Jesus said that in this situation, we are to quietly point out their sinful issue. We don't discuss with others or bring it up publicly. We're private and loving. Our goal is to win this brother or sister back, not to shame them. If they will not listen, then two friends can go together. Finally, the larger church can be involved if the friend continues to reject all calls to repentance. This is a serious task. It is done with much prayer and in love. Our goal is to bring healing and life to our friend, not condemnation and death. When we approach a hard situation like this, we must remember our previous lessons from a child. We must come in humility and from a low position, not from a high position of righteousness. We also must not despise a little child. Our Father is calling each person home. The truth is, we are all forgiven by Jesus. If you want to be great, Jesus taught these five lessons with a simple child standing before him. When the disciples wondered how to become great, I am sure they never dreamed that they had to be like a child. If you have a desire to become great in God's kingdom, how can you become more like a child today? Thanks for having some spiritual waimai with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya.